This is Leon Ross here with Daddy's Unite. Um, this is the first segment of the first show, um, Daddy's Unite. And I have, stay, say your name, young man. What, the first show? <laughs> yeah, it's the first show, man. Uh, Cliff Lewis, Jr. Uh-huh. Sheldon Lewis. Okay. All right, all right. And um, this is Daddy's Unite, like I said before, man. I just want to bring my bros in. I've, I've known these young men for a plethora of years and I want to talk about a subject that I'm very passionate about, which is which is fatherhood, man. No discredit to the mothers. We love the mothers. But this world needs more fathers, man. And that's that's uh, the purpose of uh, Daddy's Unite and uh, my mission, man. So I want to ask, um, how was your guys' week, man? How was your guys' week and how's the weekend going? Uh, it was good. Uh, took a tough ale. My daughter's soccer team, you know, lost today. But, you know, they didn't make it to the finals next year. Let's get it. Let's get it. Give the ball to Kobe. Give the ball to Kobe. Um, my week was good. Just got back from China, uh, literally a few hours ago. So, yeah. how was that, man? It was. It was amazing. It was amazing. It's a culture shock. Really. In every sense of that definition, culture shock. It's totally wow. different. <laughs> wow, man! Did you see any any fake uh, lines out there, man? Any fake Fubu or fake uh, <laughs> Gucci? No, I, I was looking. I was looking. <laughs> Bring some back. <laughs> but, uh, but nah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're gonna get right into um, talking about fatherhood, man. Um, so I want to ask uh, you, Cliff, starting out, man. Um, what's fatherhood? What does it mean to you, man? Uh, it means, uh, as a man, taking responsibility of rearing his child or children. Mm. And uh, you know, mothers are good, but I think everybody plays a role in in that. Mothers and dads, and dads have a, a very important role, which I know I take very seriously. And uh, I brought my two children here, and uh, I'm sure they can attest to that. Uh, yeah, it's rearing your children, whatever that means from from conception on. Mm. Mm. What about you, Shell? Uh, <coughs> just being that constant um, support. Just that mainstay that we're supposed to be, because mm. we are, we tend to be viewed as being absent. But for myself, I want to make sure I change that narrative and um, just be always be that constant figure in their lives. Mm. That's real, man. That's real, man. Um, for me, man, fatherhood means a lot of things, man. Um, but to, to keep it simple. It just um, it just mean completing the family, man. And my how I see things, man, because um, <clears throat> motherhood has been viewed as even especially when holidays come, everybody, no matter what, they're gonna love their mother. They can have the worst mother in the world, and they're gonna love their mother. Period. No matter what. And um, I feel like it's more challenging for the fathers in that sense because typically when. When families, when 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 kids view their their father, or their if, they, if kids view a parent badly, is nine times out of ten is going to be the father, for whatever for whatever reason, whether it's the mom talking bad about him or situation, but it's it's very it's very it very rarely goes the opposite way, where <clears throat> the child looks bad upon at at the mother because of what the father said. You know, women usually have that that strong. Uh, Connection with the the child more so than the fathers, man. And I wanna I, I wanna help change that, man. That's that's my passion because I've been through so much with my son's mother, and 
my son is getting to an age where he sees and understands yeah. what's going on, and he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And um, and not to put all everything on her because we all play a part, but um, I want to do as much um, positive that I can for men. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a uh, conversation or advice or, you know, resources. I, you know, I have a, I have a lot. My family pretty much specializes in, <laughs> in, uh, in family law. So, you know, from paralegals to lawyers, I have them at my disposal. So I want to bring them in and, and, and also help the, the men that don't have the confidence or the knowledge to know that they can be involved in their child's life, no matter what the mother says. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, so yeah, that's important. Not to cut you off, but because especially around Father's Day, and you know, I, I'm not big on the holidays anyway. Um, but on Father's Day, I, you see, if you're on social media, I want to thank my mom for Father's Day. Whoop whoop. And uh, to be honest, I I, t- I take offense at that. Because, and not discrediting what the mom did, but to me, my personal belief, a woman can't teach a man how to be a man. Facts. Now, you can give me a, a caricature or an idea of what your thought of a man is, but only I can teach my son how to be a man. Teach my daughter what to look for in a man. And so for you to say that this is, you know, this is our day. I, I, I respect to the fullest women who had to raise their children by themselves. But at the same time, you're still not a father. Facts. And once again, that's no disrespect to the women who've done that. Right. Anything you want to say about that? No, he said it. <laughs> that, and that's, that's 100% true, man. And, and even on Mother's Day this past weekend, two women um, reached out to me and said, Happy Mother's Day. And it's like... Like, I, I do have primary custody of my son, but I'm still not a mother. There's, right. there's nothing feminine about me for one, and I don't know how to be a woman. Exactly. So there's – don't tell me that. I appreciate it for you being nice or however you want to uh, classify it, but I am not a mother. Do not call me that, man. Um, so I want to talk to another one, another challenge, man, uh, <clears throat> or another question. Um, what are some daily challenges for you guys as, as fathers? Uh, wow. <laughs> Where to begin? No. Uh, challenges, I mean, it's it's that constant um, tug of war between being a disciplinarian and also being the fun dad. I think, mm. uh, because like you said, we are, there's a picture that's painted towards us. Because one, we want to be the protector, we want to be the leader, we want to be, but also we want to look at, have our kids view us as that that cool dad as they grow, you know, which my brother can attest to as his, um, he has one, one daughter now out of high school and, you know, into the workforce and college, et cetera, et cetera. And one like almost out of high school that in the beginning, our kids just look at us as just this kind of man of steel, if you will, using the kind of Superman analogy is like, we can do no wrong. We can do, you know, we don't have flaws. We they just look up to us as like, ah. right. But at the same time, we also have to be the one to kind of lay down the law, like my brother said, like teach them how to be men, far as from a, a, a young man's standpoint, and then for a, a young girl's standpoint, like what to look for in a, in a in a man. 
So it's finding that balance between being that that kind of force in the house, but at knowing how to show the vulnerable side as a father as well. And that means, like I said, being the fun dad also, but also showing them that you don't have to walk around with this kind of hard exterior mm-hmm. all the time just because your job is to protect the family and is to to take care of them so it's that finding that kind of like that balance in between for me you know? mm. that makes a lot of sense man <laughs> Ooh, me um i guess i'm in a similar boat as you as far as uh not being with the mother of my children full time and haven't been for a while uh since we've been divorced so my challenge has been um, to make sure I am a good father. And I, I've told my kids on many t- occasions that uh, at the end of the day, when my story is all written, and uh, not that I'm a have a tombstone because I want to be cremated, but I wanted to read that he was a good dad. That's all. If that's all somebody can say about me, I think I did my job. Mm. And that's hard to do when, you know, the primary custody. We have 50-50, but primary they're with their mom. So me seeing certain things, or I, I feel I miss out on a lot. And uh, for someone who cares, you know, that, that can be trying sometimes. So when I do have them and I have to take them, you know, back to their moms, man, that pain, it, it's, it never subsides. Mm. So that's, that's the hardest part for me. Mm. Man, I, f- I feel you on that, man. Uh, <laughs> Even at... 18 to 19, so. <laughs> man, I almost have teared eyes, man. I'm over here like, man, it's like, Ooh. Hey, being a father is, is so challenging these days, man. I mean, it's always been, but especially now, man, the way times are going, man, because this world needs fathers more than ever now, man. So <laughs> to know and to see a lot, of, a lot of children without their fathers there for them on a consistent basis or at all, like, it's, and you, I feel for them, you know what I mean? Um, uh, as for me, man, I have I have a quite a, I mean, it's, it's always been challenges, man. Uh, it's it's, it's going to always be challenges on some level. But for me, um, <clears throat> for me. You need a tissue? Nah, <clears throat> nah. I need some water, man. Can you throw me that, uh, where that water bottle? Where my water go, man? Y'all threw it away, man. I like how he grabbed a drink when you was like, throw me that water bottle. Yeah, he grabbed it. that was the water bottle. <laughs> it was on the thing. It's all good. Okay. Um, well, for me, man, I just feel like, um, you know, I've always had challenges um, uh, with my son. And I feel like, like the more the more God bless me, you'll think that the easier things will get. And it's been like. It seemed like the more God blessed me, like with more custody, the harder it's gotten. And the thing is, it's not the fact that it's gotten harder being a father. Is it's got hard. I'm not drinking your water, man. You want know <laughs> I'm cool. Right. I want my water, man. I, Where's your water? At? I don't know. I lost it. <clears throat> don't worry about it. It's all good. Appreciate that, man. Um, but I uh I feel like now, you know, in the beginning stages I it was hard for me to see my son. Because I had no no legal custody, and then we got fifty fifty custody, and things got harder because things got you know she got lenient, and then I I was able to I was keeping him more than you know than she was, and then now that I have primary sole custody where he's he's pretty much living with me now it's like 
drama, like like she taking stabs at me. You know what I'm saying? As far as as far as how much time she gets to see, and then now now I'm the bad guy because I'm the one that's been trying to be a man and and make sure that my son has that place where he knows he can always go to on any level, whether it's you know um, conversation, whether it's you know, cuddling and that nur- that nurturing and and um, learning different things, and for me to be there full time, man, it's it's a it's a blessing, man. But it's it's also it's also hard because I had to change my whole lifestyle, and y'all know y'all know how wild y'all know how wild I used to be, man. And and so for me to really? go from you. yeah, me, man, I wasn't always this safe, man. But even I'm, I've always been a good person. I just you know. Went through those phases as becoming a man, and now that I'm, I can honestly say, like, I'm a man. Still flawed. I still have these desires that I want to do, but I'm like, ah, oh, I got my son. Ah, oh, I can't. But you know what? Um, D.L. Hughley said something profound uh, uh, about a month or so ago in the interview where he said one of the, and I'm paraphrasing, so if he sees this, uh, forgive me, uh, one of the uh, best days in his life or an important day in his life when his daughter realized that he was flawed. Mm. Meaning, as as my brother Sheldon um, said a, a minute ago, sometimes they look at us as being superheroes and we can do no wrong. And once his daughter, I guess, found out about, you know, him, you know, fooling around on, his, on their mom and stuff like that, she was mad for a while. But then you got to realize she came to the realization that you know what, my dad is, is human, and, and, and we are. And I tell my kids again, I'm, I may, I'm not perfect with this. I've been doing this, and my daughter will be 19 in a couple of weeks. I'm still learning. I'm still mm. learning. And so I'm sure they know, they know things about me. They know I went to jail for a minute. Uh, they, my, hell, my son just did a, a report about it. <laughs> uh, they know other stuff. They they got my book, or my son does has a copy of my book, which details certain things of you know what led to the the breakup of their mom and myself. Uh, I had a my daughter turned eighteen. I took her out on the, on her first date. Nice. I wanted to do that. Nice. And show her how a man should treat her, but also detail some things about um, what led to the demise of her and her, my mom and her mom and myself. But also gave her the opportunity to, if she had any questions, to go ahead express herself. Mm. So that's that's all important, and it's important for men not to feel that we have to be perfect, right. because then then you're already behind a ball when you do that. Mm. Well, that's real. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Just so if you're listening out there, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I am by no means. <laughs> In any way, perfect. <laughs> and there's definitely a, a, a young lady or a woman out there that will quickly tell me <laughs> that I'm wrong. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being wrong, man. No. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me ask you this question because you said you mentioned um, uh, your son knowing about certain things. How important is it or how do you feel about... Um, Having that real talk time with your children about, you know, what happened or what's happening between you and their and and their other their mom. How do you guys feel about 
like how much shit they know. Like, it should it be like an open book where you guys are totally transparent about everything on all levels, or should it be boundaries or certain things that should be kept between you and their mother? Like, what? How do you guys feel about that? Like, as far as the ups and downs, and letting them know the challenges that you guys are all going through. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I think it it should be age appropriate, and and. Oftentimes they'll let you know when they want to know. Mm. So I I I'm a believer that if if they can uh, form the question, then they must be ready for for the answer. Mm. Now how you temper that answer, once again is is age appropriate. Um, my kids, uh, we have what we call no bullshit time. Mm. Well, I give them an opportunity to express themselves. However, if they want to curse or However they feel they need to express themselves, let's do it. Mm. And then at that moment, I don't, I don't give an answer. I don't critique. That's my time to, to mull over what they said so I can go back and listen and um, digest it and then come back and give what I think now, we, this, that's the teaching moment, Todd. Mm. You know, sometimes I have a, a comment, you know, uh, back about whatever it is they spoke, but... If it's really serious, then it's time for me to think about what I say first. Because sometimes they, you never know what's, <laughs> what a child may say, no matter what age they are. That's so real. if you blurt out the first thing, that could shut down all communication. And then you done killed that teaching moment. So I, I, I think it's age appropriate, whenever that is. But, you know, arguments and stuff like that, you want to keep that away from kids at all. At all, at all costs, yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's age appropriate when that happens. Um, but you, it's it's a tough scenario because, again, for my brother, he has older kids. My my son is 12, uh, about to be 13. Wow. My, my daughter is 10. Um, and uh, so it's a little different, but they still ask questions. They sit, you know, especially when they see – you know, certain situation between myself and, and their mom, you know, good, bad, or the indi- indifferent. They, and they wait at the <laughs> the most <laughs> inopportune time to ask those questions. But <laughs> I feel like it's very important to um, acknowledge them, um, be as honest as you can be about, because again, for my kids, they're, you know, they're a lot younger. Mm-hmm. So the way they digest things um, is a little bit different. Mm. So I still try to give an honest answer, but in a, in a manner that they understand. You know, and it mm. all circles back around to it doesn't affect the way myself or their mom feels about them. Right. Because at that age, you know, anything that affects th- myself and, and their mom they translate that into something that they have done or could be doing in their, with, life. In, in their life. You know mm. what I mean? And so it's very important to kind of help them separate the two, meaning, yeah, me, me and mommy didn't agree in this scenario, but only that only had to do with me and your mom. It mm. had nothing to do with how me and your, your mom feel about you and or anything that you may have um, done. You know, unless we're talking about what you did at school or not did, you know what I mean? <laughs> in that scenario, then yes. But other than that, what happens between her and I is what happened between her and I. And right. then there's certain cases where I'm like, all right, 
you can ask that question again when you get older if you want the full and I'll give you the full you know um, you know full answer like unfiltered, uh, unfiltered uncut and you'll get everything mm. and you know I kind of I try to let them know like look I'm not perfect there's mistakes that I've made um, that is the reason why mommy just got mad at me in the manner that she got mad. It has nothing to do with the fact that I forgot to wash the dishes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But she's still upset about something else that I'll tell you when you turn such and such age. And right. you can understand what I'm trying to tell you. And then, so, like I said, it depends on the, the age group and, and framing it in a manner that they understand. Mm. Yeah, because even when, uh, like I said, I took my, my daughter and I had our, our date, and I broke down, you know, basically the history of her mom and myself. And um, one of the things I said, you know, never think that the reason why we got divorced was because of you or your brother. It's nothing to do with you guys. Because that was the beautiful thing that came out of the relationship, if anything. Right. But um, like you said, at, at an earlier age, they're they not going to understand that. Right. All they feel is daddy's not here every day. Uh, mom is seemingly doing everything by herself. Uh, which was never the case. Um, certain situations, I don't know if you're going to touch on them, but I'm going to briefly touch on it. The single mom thing, I don't believe there's a such thing as a single mom that the dad is involved in the life, no matter if he's in the home exactly. But mm -hmm. as long as there's involvement in there, I don't, to me, you sh don't say you, you're a single parent. Right. Because I know in their case, I'm only 30 minutes away. And I do whatever it is that they need, not just monetarily being there for whatever. I, I do my best to drop everything for them. So mm. that's very important as well. Right, right. Now I feel that, man. Um, I feel that to its entirety, man. Um, and I don't, I don't even call myself a single father, man. You know, and even though a lot of times when I, when I have touched on that subject, women be like, oh, well, I'm single and I'm a mother. So it's like okay, but but you know that's not the connotation that, that is. That's not the context that, is, that, that exactly. like they're you're saying is like I'm doing it by myself. By myself. I'm single. <laughs> I'm the single mom. I'm all they got, and it's like no, that's that's not the situation at all. Um, so as far as me, man, uh, some of the daily challenges uh, that I go through um, is uh, not daily challenges. What was, what was, what was the question I asked y'all? That was it. Okay. Well. um... No, I asked y'all, that was the other one. I asked y'all um, about how much you want to inform your kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, my bad, too. I forgot. Um, so, as far as me, so, um, like I said, I, I pretty much been in and out of court um, cut for custodial rights since my son was not even a year old. He's about to be six in September, right? So, it's to the point now where, like, he goes to court and he has to get ask questions and interview by, um, you know, uh, mediators. And, and he's not, he hasn't been actually in court, you know what I'm saying, because he's too young to actually be in court. But he goes to the court house and gets interviewed um, in the mediator room and things like that. And it, it sucks, you know. It's to the point where um, my goddaughter is at the house and my son, my son was like, and I overheard, I was in the bathroom when I heard him. He was like, my mom and my dad are fighting over me. I was like. Oh my God! And then, and that was before he actually went to court. You know what I'm saying to right. get interviewed. So it's like 
now he's like, what's going on? And it's like certain things that, I'm, that he is still saying he knows. And I'm like, ah. so it's like I had to, I had to just really um, put him to the side, man, and talk to him one on one, and 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 to make it sound as positive mm-hmm. as possible, even though it's not what it is. It's real life war going on, but I had to tell him, which is which is actually true, that mommy and daddy loves you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, mommy and daddy loves you. And we both have our own separate ways of parenting, and we have our own separate thoughts and, and, and ways of getting across certain things and, and different things that we both want for you. You know, she wants to get you in karate. I don't want you out here fighting and, and <laughs> offensively. Now, if it was jujitsu or something or talk something that's, that's defensive, cool. But daddy got hands. I, could, I can, you know what I'm saying, just it's fighting ain't hard, really. Fighting really ain't hard, so... If you want to protect yourself, don't talk and handle your business. That's all you got to, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I want he wants to get in baseball, and he wants to do these certain things. And so he, he's been acting since he was a kid, so now she don't want him to act. So it's like it's all these different things. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, we, we both want what's best for you. We just think different things are best for you, if that makes sense. So it's like it's not that daddy and mommy go to court because we, 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 you know, we hate each other, just that, we, we to figure out the best way to yes, yeah. yes, and unfortunately, you know, we have to ask, for you know, yeah. for help. So this is our way of going to help. So they ask you questions, so that way they know what you like, so they can come to court and tell us this is what he wants. Let's do these. You know what I'm saying? Let's go about it these this this way or these routes we should take. You know? So he's like, oh, okay, and. Of course, he's only five, so it's like, and the thing is, he is so smart, like, you know, it's like, oh, man, like, and it pains me that he has to see this, you know what I mean, that the court, first of all, has to be involved and tell us how to raise our kids, is just, you know, or, you know, how things should go and who we should be and spend this much time with, and, and, and even though I'm blessed to be <laughs> on the receiving end of the blessing, but... It still sucks because now she's unhappy, and then now she's mad at me. Like I'm the bad guy when all I wanted to do was what I wanted to do from the beginning is be a father. You know what I'm saying? So that is tough, man. And of course, you know, I never want to, you know, say anything bad about my son's mom, especially to his mom, to him about his mom. You know what I'm saying? Like that's totally unfair. And um. You know, but it's definitely it's definitely a challenge, and it it was shocking to me. Like, wow, like the things, the question that he asked me is like, bro, like it makes me feel bad. Like, why, why are you? Even though it's totally not your fault, but it's like, why are you allowing your son to to know this much, or to have the 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 desire to ask these type of questions? Like, why is he even in this situation? But it's called being a parent. It is, <laughs> and uh, that's just the beginning. And, and especially with how uh, kids are receiving information so quickly these days. Internet, everywhere. Internet, everywhere. It's, <laughs> you can't get away from it. That's why you have to be prepared to have discussion with them. I know I'm a little more, I don't want to say crass, but I think I'm a little more honest. Direct. Direct, thank you. <laughs> than my, uh, my kid's mom. But... Mm-hmm. I think it's necessary, especially in the world that we live in is so direct. Because um, I never forget, my daughter's here, so she probably don't remember, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. <laughs> um, we were watching uh, the, this movie called The Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. And she was in the room with her, with 
daughter because the, whoever the burglars or whoever had come in to you know rob or whatever. So Jodie Foster yelled, "Get the fuck out of here!" And my daughter, we were in the <laughs> den watching it, me, her mom, and her, and all of a sudden Tyler jumps up. Did you hear that? <laughs> she said, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> She didn't know what it meant, right. but it was hilarious to me. And her mom got so mad that I was laughing that she said that. But it was because I knew she didn't know what it meant. Right. It was it was funny. Right. So even to this day, our style is different. Like I said, I use because I and I had a discussion not too long with them. Most curse words are just euphemisms. I mean, crap and shit are the same thing. Right. So if I had a crappy day, what's the difference between me saying I had a shitty day? How does me saying crap same make meaning. you feel? Yeah, it means the same thing. Same meaning. But her mom doesn't feel that way. And and they, they're pretty good. I don't hear them cuss too much. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we just have a difference of a, opinion in, in how we teach. And back to your point, tying it all in, just like with you and, and your son's mother, you have a different opinion, and sometimes the court has to sort that what's best. Right. What's best for him? So that way you break it down easy as pie. You don't have to talk bad about his mom. Right. If there's something that's not enjoyable or nice about it, as he grows, he'll see that. Right. And vice versa, if she's talking bad about you, as he grows, he'll, my dad's not like that. Or mom's right. My dad right. is like that. Right. <laughs> so. Right. I think um, uh, a very important thing to remember. Um, is that kids are um, human beings. Right. And I say that meaning people like to, they are children, don't get me wrong, because they have to grow. But if we think about it from our own internal perspective, the things we think now, we thought as children. Right. Only difference is we have more responsibility, and they are part of that responsibility. But if we like kind of self-check and understand like when they say certain things, ask certain questions um, and they're put in certain scenarios and the courts I think are one of the few kind of constructs that looks at the children as they should be viewed mm. as many human beings. That's why they ask them, Hey, what do you think about this? How do you feel about this? Mm. Because one, they're going to give the most purest answer right. <laughs> because they haven't been tainted in a sense to not know what's right or wrong in terms of how they should or shouldn't answer. So they're going to tell what it is is the truth for them. Right. And if we remember that, then we understand that they process things in the same manner that we do. Mm. And so, um, yes, they're still learning, but they also think as we think. They're right. just smaller um, versions. Right. And so when we give our response or our answer, we should always keep that in mind. And then I think that helps in the rearing of the children. Because if you just think, oh, you're a child and you don't know anything or you don't know any better, then, you know, it's you're not gaining anything. Right. You know, because when a judge asks us something, we, we're going to give an answer that we think the judge wants to hear or, Facts. The, or the arbitrator wants to hear. But a child is going to tell you the first thing that comes out of mind because that's the, the viewpoint. We're thinking, okay, but if I say this, he going to say, he going <laughs> to mark chest. something. Yeah, this chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like what you said, just to get, use your 
um, you know, uh, situation as the example mm-hmm. in terms of like the sports and things of that nature. You had your reasons of why you didn't want your son, to, you know, martial arts and all that stuff. And and but when they ask your son, it's just going to be what he likes and why he likes it. There's not going to be a thought and why to like. Well, I, he needs to do this because of da da da, or I need to do this with that. He's gonna be like, I like this and I don't like that. Right. That's it. A and B. And, and like you said, then it comes back around. That's why I like your response when you were like, well, they, the, the judge needed to know so that we can take that, that he can take that back to us and be like, look, this is what you want. And then now we're going to figure out based off of what you want. And then you guys are still the parents, but at least now the driving force is about your son. Right. Period. Period. And so that's the, and just to bring it, you know, all the way back around us as men and as fathers, we have to always remember, like I tell my kids all the time, what's my job? And they say in unison, to take care of us, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And so any and every decision that we make, we look at it from the standpoint, we're doing it to take care of our kids. Right. And I think as fathers, if more fathers look at, look at life in that standpoint, then the situation and the dynamics between being um, a father in the household with as a full parental unit and as quote unquote single fathers, as they want to say, um, will be viewed at a different standpoint. Cause then it's not about me versus the wife, me versus, you know, um, the mom of my, my child. It's just about the children and rearing them and raising them to the, be the best human beings that they can possibly be. Mm. Yeah, because if you if you really look at it, most men that ain't around, or I'm gonna say some, it, they view it as a maybe it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. They didn't really like the person in the first place, but now you got to get past that because now you got a human being involved. So you you really should look at it uh, introspectively. If I was that child, would I want somebody to to take me and teach me how to shoot a basketball or or take me to somebody who knows how to shoot a basketball if that's what I like and I'm not that good at it it's 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 unselfish and being a parent is one of the most unselfish things because if you're selfish as a parent uh, man you're starting you're starting bad because you like my brother said you got to you got people to take care of whether or not the mom or the dad is in your in their in your life, which shouldn't be the driving force, because on the converse of that, that's what drives women to well, you're not gonna get to see your kids. That had nothing to do with the kids. That's now that's your attitude toward me. It's personal. Yeah, and I may have not been good for you, but I'm still give me the opportunity to be good to my child. Facts. Because at the end of the day, which I've said, that's my blood. You're not my blood. If you want to be real about it, so. <laughs> That's right. They forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I want to ask y'all, um, since you mentioned um, <laughs> Tyler, um, the, the situation where she said, that, you know, the F word and all that, that just, I feel you on that. I feel like, um, like, if, like my son, we all make mistakes, you know what I'm saying? And my son, you know, he, he says and does a lot of things, well, not so much do. But he says certain things that he shouldn't know about, like from, not from between about me and his mother, but 
in general, like going to school. You know, he's in TK. So, you know, when he goes to school, he picks up on certain things or watching TV or, or YouTube. I'd take YouTube from him because YouTube was like hell for a five-year-old. He had so much fun. But the thing is, I let him use YouTube because he did the little Fortnite, Fortnite dance. And so I let him do that. But then I start watching baseball and then I look back over there and it's not Fortnite anymore. It's, right. it's I'm like, bro, like, how do I put a block on this thing to where it's Fortnite? Only, you know what well, I mean? Even with Fortnite, <laughs> you got to watch that too because depending on the gamers that he's watching them play games, they curse and all that stuff nowadays, period. And, That's true. You know, and, and just from a parenting standpoint, I look at it as, um, like, because I have certain friends and, you know, families that obviously have kids of the same age. They're like, yeah, we don't let our kids, you know, listen to certain songs. We never play you know, with the with the curse words and this and that, I'm like, look, my kids, we listen to it all for the most part. Thanks. I don't, I don't um, try to censor it because now, like again, if they just going in, fuck a bitch, hoe, stuff, <laughs> you know, dick, and all that stuff, <laughs> we I quickly switch the song. Uh, I just wanted to be clear about that. We ain't At the same time, again, <laughs> viewing these our children as human beings, we know if we again look within ourselves when we went, we were in elementary, whether we were using curse words or not, there were kids in our class, and some which were our friends, was fuck every word, bitch, every word, shit every word, all those things. So they gonna get it no matter what. It's just about the parameters that we put in place. To so that they know that it is not okay to to use in front of parental subjects, if you will, Thanks. or authority, and, and you know, or use towards people. And but trying to just shield them from it is only going to make them want to do it that much more when Facts. you're not around. So. Facts, and and I totally agree, man. And, and it's and it's funny because uh, it's not really funny, but. <laughs> You know how how easily uh, persuaded kids are, um, and these days everything is at their disposal. Everything oh, yeah. that they want, that they can't learn, will learn, want to learn, gonna learn. It's easy to learn. It's easy for them to get access to it because these are the times that we you know we're living in. And me personally, like I don't I don't hide anything from my son. And what I mean by I ain't gonna say anything. But I'm pretty much open. Like, we riding some music. Like you said, we riding. He say that he's, he's singing a song, and I wait for him to say it. Okay, don't say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty much, I, I mean, I do Christian music, so I, 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 I let him, I give him a healthy dose of that. Like, he knows my whole album back to front. But sometimes I want to listen to Turn Up, you know what I'm saying, riding certain music that's on Apple Music, and certain artists that I know personally and, and who are out there that I like music. You know, we listen to it as well. But, you know, when it comes down to him saying certain things or, or having views or thoughts about certain things, I let him think it. I let him think it. And then I, I correct him. Because I, I'd, rather, I'd rather be the one to, to expose you to it than you go to school and come, bring, come home. And I'm like, bro, okay, nah. I'd rather be the one. So that way when you go to school, you know this is mm-hmm. cool. This ain't cool. Period. Even to the point where you see daddy, ah, like he needs to know that we like women. Yeah. Bruh, we like women. And if you end up being that way, it won't be because of me. Right. It's gonna I'm I'm a, I'm gonna show you, you know what I'm saying, how we how we get out. 
you know, he he like, oh, daddy got a girlfriend. And his mom find out, oh, you got a girlfriend, let me meet her. And I'll be like, nah, he, I don't have a girlfriend. But he, in his head, right. daddy has a girlfriend. Right. Period. And it's nothing, it's nothing against anybody's uh, sexual preference at all. But I want my son to, I want to set an example. You know what I mean? Um, so, but yeah, that's that's how I roll. Like, I want my son to... To see to, to to bring it to me, I I want to be the one to show you what it is and what it isn't. As far as how you, how we conduct ourselves, what we what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say. You know what I mean? And the kids are they're gonna look at your actions more than what you say anyway. Right. Um, my kids, I would say, uh, most of their their music is uh, I think tempered. Well, my daughter, I dare say, is not as much now. <laughs> My my son still has the you know the censored versions. I I I, I peep what they're listening to. I was like, oh, he downloaded that. But once again, it's how they're raised. If they were me, like I said, it wouldn't bother me. Right. Uh, and it's a context for everything. Like my brother touched upon too. You just walking around saying the words. Okay, why are you saying that? Because I went to school. I remember the first time I was cussing. I was in the little courtyard of our building. <laughs> And I'm just cussing up a storm. But I was just imitating the kids at school. And mama, Snowbank, get up here. Her favorite line. I get up there. What, what did you, what such and such was saying? Okay, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just imitating what, because my parents and mom didn't cuss around us like that. I right. mean, I would hear my dad cuss every so often, or he would play the Richard Pryor thing. And I was on, again, I'm only laughing because he was laughing. Right. I didn't know why. So, once again, you take those teaching moments and say, all right, look, this means this, that, and third. So should you be saying that at this point? Then they can digest, even when they hear from other kids. You, you saying stuff, you don't even know what you're saying. Right. Because another thing, I gave my kids the, the range of, for instance, somebody grabbed them, stranger, you cuss. That's a moment. I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> because, one, if you hear a kid say that, what yeah. are you going to do? You're like, what that's, the? That's going to get... It's going to trigger you. Exactly. An attention. So that person hopefully runs scared. You know. <laughs> like, this motherfucker daddy must be crazy right. as hell. <laughs> even, at, even at that point, my kids didn't know what the word mean. Me, I did, and other adults would know what that means. So there's a time for e- for everything. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm taking that home with me tonight. <laughs> We're using that. From now on. <laughs> I think my daughter would be all too eager to use it to make sure it's in the right context. Me in the mall, she'd be like, I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> she's, standing, she's standing next to a mannequin. <laughs> just practicing, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Just practicing. Just, just working, on, working things out. Just working things out. Was that, was that too strong, Dad? Was it loud enough? Right. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. That's, that's Aaron. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, um... I had another question I want to ask, man. Um, oh, we doing pretty good, man. All right. Um, what are what are the greatest uh, benefits? We're gonna talk about some on the, on a more positive side. What are the greatest benefits, man, of 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 being a father? The greatest benefits of being a father. Let's get it. Being a father. Um, the the love that you get from your children. I mean, and as as parents. I mean, we all understand it because we know what it feels like to, um, you know, to love them. Right. So to to see 
the I don't even know. It's hard to explain it to someone um, that may be watching or listening that don't that doesn't have a child. But it's the um, like watching my daughter play soccer today, uh, and they like I said they got crushed. This <laughs> 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 just got worked today, <laughs> but. Each time she came off the field, um, she came straight towards me, and she's looking at me for approval, disapproval. Like, did I do something? It? Something. Something. And the joy that I had in her just coming to me. Her mom was there too, but she didn't, you know. And, right. And and her mom was like, "Get up, get, you need to be up." I'm, and I was up in the first game, but I was like, "They gonna get worked." There ain't no point in me getting worked up too. Right. So I was <laughs> chilling in the second game. I was still yelling stuff, but I'm like, "I ain't trying to be up." But she let them play. Yeah. She walked past her mom straight to me and like was waiting for me to say something. You know what I mean? To give her whatever energy she needed to take back. And to me, that 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 kind of longing and wanting the approval and, and love from me as just being her dad. And I feel the same way about my son too. Like when they need something or ask something, that's the best feeling in the world because then it's like, oh, it, it, it's like, okay, now it's like my moment to shine. You know what I mean? No matter big, small or, or whatever. And, you know, because most cases they want to be in a room, like you said, Fortnite, music, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when they come out and they actually need something, it's the best feeling ever. So That is real. Yeah. That I is real. Second that. And just seeing overall growth. I mean, I mean, I saw it in your face when you saw how, how you know, big my kids have yeah. <laughs> since the last time you saw them. It's just. My daughter, you know, she's driving. She has a job in college. My son is doing well in school. It's just, and even when they don't succeed, like just being there, those right. I, I, like I don't understand a man who doesn't want to be a part of his child. I, I, I can never understand that concept for those moments when I'm having a bad day. I don't know if it's radar or what, but my son has an uncanny thing. But say, hey, dad, I love you. I hope you're having good. And I swear, I don't know what it is, but I I get those messages from him. My daughter will just hit me up with something like she said the other day. I'm watching um, Sandlot. I was thinking about you. That stuff is priceless. It is, bro. You, so that's the best time. It is. <laughs> it is, man. Um, <clears throat> I totally felt all of that. Everything you guys said, man. Being involved, man. To know that that you've invested. Some good things, possibly some some things that <laughs> bad bad too. That's because we're humans, but just to see the growth and 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 to know that our kid knows, and we've took part in educating them, and showing them and teaching them these things and these values, man, and, and watching them, you know, like like me personally, like I spy on my son consistently, like when he has school. I go up there and I'll be looking. If it's, I'm looking in the classroom or watching them while you playing ba- while they're in playground. That's good parenting. Yeah, it is. I feel like you need to, and also to make sure the teacher, you know, what I'm saying, is especially tell them in advance. I'm gonna be stalking. Yeah, so you know <laughs> for sure. So don't try with my kid. But but yeah, like you know, when I go to this class, I, you know, what I'm saying when I take them there and I pick them up, and the teacher the teacher knows me by now, so she already knows Lorenzo was Lorenzo was. 
she'd be because I'll be like before I even ask, she already Lorenzo was so good today. Because he's a really he's a really good smart kid anyway. But I just make sure that he stays that way and he don't slip. Not even at five years old, bro. Because once you get ten or twelve, I ain't got to say nothing. I'm like, you already know what you do, bro. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, just to watch his behavior when he's playing with other kids, and you know, if they they are playing a sport and they and they fall, he somebody fall, he'll help them. You know what I'm saying? Just just general general things that you learn as a person that are good qualities to be able to see that in your kid, and also you know, the words of affirmation, man, like the the love and the certain things that you. That you hear, like when you having a, when you having a hard day or or things aren't going good, and and you have that relationship with your child for them to be able to whether it's call you, text you, or just tell you to your face, it's priceless, man. Like it's those are things that you can't get back. Like you can't nothing can can replace that. Mm-hmm. Then from your kids, man, because you you getting those to you. You know what I'm saying? Constantly, they're you. Whether it's fifty percent you, forty whatever the percentage is. They still came from you. You took part in that. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, that's a joy like that a lot of men are not getting, no matter what the situation is. It's 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 unfortunate, and I don't understand it either. I don't understand how you could, regardless, like I don't care how much we don't like each other. That's my kid. That's my kid. And if I got to die literally from trying to raise my kid, having a heart attack, whatever it is, I'm gonna die trying, cause I. That's what they're gonna remember. Right. And, and I want. And I. I want to. Um. I think. I want to. You know. I think. A, there are a lot of men nowadays taking the responsibility because I pay attention to um, who's showing up for the different events and and dropping their kids off at school and more than probably ever I've noticed more men. Parents picking their their kids up from mm. school, dropping their kids off in the morning. That too, that too, that too. <laughs> but hey, it's man, always a catch. Yeah. Always, always. I'm trying to bring us down. I'm trying to bring us down. Our own brother. <laughs> I was being positive. Here he come. Here comes Satan. Here comes Satan. I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> well, he could be at home. Watch that soap opera. Don't do this. But instead, he's picking his kids up from school with his non-job having ass. <laughs> but I, I just want to, you know, I just wanted to, you know, kind of acknowledge that, and um, you know, and there, and I think the the schools are starting to notice it a little bit more, and you know, male parents being more involved, and I think that's important. It is because. And it doesn't mean that you don't have a job. It just means that you want to be more active and more attentive in in your your kid's uh, life. And I also think just from a standpoint of uh, bullying also, I feel like, you know, because I have, a, like I said, a son and a daughter. I think it's, it's your kids are less likely to be bothered when the dad is dropping them off. And uh, versus the mom, you know what I mean? Because think about just in social media standpoint, because I saw something, I can't think of who posted it, and there was a mom that went up to the school and was like, you can get these hands. Da, 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 da. Now imagine the dad. He ain't even got to walk in the room and say, <laughs> look, you, you, it won't be whoever it was. It would be, hey, you, George. <laughs> you was talking to my daughter. You, the, you tell your daddy I'm going to be waiting for him. Or, you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I feel like if that was the case, 
a lot of that stuff will stop because they're not trying to mess with Mr. Whoever. You At know all. what I mean? And, and, and I know this just from my son because <laughs> my son goes, yeah, dad. Um, all the kids, they're like, yeah, your dad's really, he looks really strong. And really, <laughs> really. <laughs> what? And, but in my mind, they yes. saying that to you because they know they ain't, tr- they ain't trying to fuck with you. Right. Because if they, they know that I'm going to be there, because I tell them, if you got some problem, you let me know. And I deal with whatever. Don't I ain't telling you to be no punk. Don't let nobody hit you, whatever, whatever. But just know that I got you. Always. Right. And kids see that too. You know what I mean? So that's why, again, I say that, you know, to say that it's very important to stay active and, you know, be a presence in, in, in your kid's life and in school. Because as a man and as a father, just think about it. The, the kids, if we go back just in our lives, think about the kids that actually had dads that showed up for certain things. None of them kids ever got messed with. Mm. Period. Because they ain't trying to mess so and so daddy, <laughs> or just thinking about on the block or whatever. So and so, he going to get all oh. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, especially when they daddy wasn't around. It, that's generally what happens. Hurt people hurt people. Facts. So, but if you can be the dad that is the the strength for the even for the neighborhood, that's you know it, it does take a village, and kids look up to that. Is Mr. Lewis going to be home today? Cause it, they look forward to that. Right. I, I tease my kids about, I'm serious. I want to be the cool dad. I want to be the sexy dad. Right. <laughs> but, Plug. Uh, but more than that. I don't know you, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm a dad that's a presence in their life. I mean, we had an instance when my, kid, my son was in elementary. Uh, one of the parents tried to say my son was the bully. Now, Miles is the nicest kid. Right. But the the thing was, Miles and a couple of other kids didn't want to play with his son. Maybe at the moment, uh, for forever, I don't know. But he went to the, the principal, or uh, I take that back. He went to my son. Mm. Right there. Even if that was the case, come to me. Just like my brother said, I need to talk to your dad. Talk to me. Don't come to him telling him what he should or or uh, supposed to do. He don't have to play with your son. Right. I don't know what your son is into. Right. Facts. Maybe them other two saw it too. So we had a big old meeting with the principal. I went off. And at the end of the day, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> See how that changed? But Facts. once again, as a father, and, and their mom, we weren't living together at the time, but their mom sat back and let me do what I what my job is. Right. To protect our son. That's why it's important for men to be in their lives. Right. And I'm a um <clears throat> I'm a piggyback off of that, man, because I'm very um I'm a very firm believer in, in having a man present um for women um in all situations. You know what I'm saying? Like even I won't let my mom go get a car. Right. I won't let her go do anything. That has to do with her pay. Mechanics, anything they will take, they take advantage of women. They do nothing. I'm even if even if I don't know nothing about cars, I don't know nothing about. It, yep. it, it, I'm right there, nah, bro. I'm a, I'm a fake it. Like nah, nah. Wait a minute, how much? Ah, oh, nah. Like I, I would act my ass off. I'm like nah, bro, nah, bro. And I and they be dead right, and I don't know nothing. But I'm gonna make, I'm gonna check your temperament. <laughs> 
make sure you ain't make sure you're trying to play my mama because we'll we'll have some real problems. You have but to put a news Johnson ride on the <laughs> on the car somewhere uh, uh, in the interior exterior of the rim. <laughs> That's gonna be five hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah, man, we ain't playing around at all. But like, so for my son, like you know, like I said, a daddy got hands, so. He 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 got his own little uh, <laughs> he got his own punching bag and everything gloves and everything so he be at the, I'll be like bro go hit go hit the bag bro just go go hit the bag man so like he he so he's a sparring so when he be at school he you know play around some kids kids see that shit kids see that shit on so on top of them seeing that he he throwing hands look like he know what he doing they ain't gonna mess right, with him right. the fact that daddy be and, they, and it, it was funny I got caught spying <laughs> I got caught spying <laughs> so I so you know you know. It was like he have um, I don't know what they, I don't know what they call it, but he has two PEs. Then like one like right before school, like if they have if they having a good day or you know they got everything accomplished, then they'll have like PE right before the school ends. So a lot of times, um, you know, the the streets be already packed because parents be there who don't have jobs. They be there thirty minutes early if some some of them an hour. Yeah, some of them they be they be sitting there just get their parking spot. I'm like man, so I have parked. Uh, Closer than I expected or wanted to, <laughs> and and he was out there playing, and then one of his one of his friends was like, "Look at your dad, Lorenzo," and I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "My cover is blown." Like, and, and the thing is, I was rearing back, I was rearing back in the seat so they couldn't see me, and one kid wrote, ran by the gate and was like. Dad, Lorenzo, they got your dad. I'm like, oh, you snitch, you snitch, bitch. I was like, <laughs> I was like, could have been stranger danger. Right, 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 know. right. I don't know you. <laughs> But but even still even even that little bit kids know his dad is around somewhere like you know what I'm saying and, and that's very very important man and, and there's nothing wrong with having a mother because a lot of these mothers is crazy too and they and they'll fuck you up more just just as fast as a father would but it's something about that male presence yeah, man it's it's no again it's not a slight on the the mothers and the women um, but there is just something. It's just different. It's different as a man and as a father, as, as far as being a parent. Our job is to be the protector. It doesn't mean that the, the mom is not going to protect the household and your children as well, but that's what we're called upon to do. So when right. we're present, that that's already kind of um, solidified as in, okay, so-and-so's dad's going to be here. You know what I mean? And so I need to make sure that I'm, you know, I cool out. Or if he not, they going to call him and he going to show up. So, Period. and that's the, you know, because that's how I, you know, I like to be and try to be. My the, my daughter's principal called me the other day. And I was like, I'm on my way. Because so, she was like, oh, well, I don't know, Mr. Lewis. I don't, when can you, I'm coming now. Thanks. <laughs> right. drop everything. Like, Listen, you got to understand. Yeah, yeah. My baby. Yeah. All right, I'll period. See, I'll see you in a little bit. Period. You know. Period, period, man. Um, that's pretty much. Let me see where we are, man. Um, this is actually a great time. Is flying, man. Four thirty already. Okay. Um, you guys in the rest of y'all good, man? Okay. Thank you, man. I, I didn't. I didn't drive, so uh, I, I, if he's good, then I'm good. Okay. All right. Cool. So I got a couple more questions, man. Um, pop. I'm leaving on a positive note. Um, but, uh, let's see where we at. All right. So I just want to ask, um, what are some of 
the biggest sacrifices that you guys had to make being a father? <clears throat> well, again, the, the sacrifice is in the, in my opinion, is the not being there. And, um, and I'm going to quote Ruby Lewis, our, <laughs> <laughs> our mom. And uh, she said, there's only two types of men, those who work and those who don't. Hmm. Those who work, they're not going to be around as much as you would like. Doesn't mean that they're not around. They just won't be around as much as you like because what are they doing? They're working. Those that don't, they're going to be around way too much. And the thing is, what type of man do you want to be? And fortunately and unfortunately for me in the type of business that I'm in, I, I work and sometimes I travel a lot. I have meetings at weird and odd hours. And so there are, although I take my kids to school, pick them up um, 90, one say not probably 95% of the time, but there are times where, you know, their mom comes, gets off work and it's handoff time. Boom. <laughs> I got to go. And right. I'm not back in the house until, you know, after they're gone to sleep. So the sacrifice and unfortunately not being there in certain moments is the toughest thing because mm. you want to, to be there to help with the after school homework sometimes. Not so much because I don't want it to be wrong. I'm not, <laughs> you know, talk, about, talk to our younger brother about it. My dad helped him with the homework. And it was all wrong. <laughs> So, but, you know, there's certain, you know, conversations that they may, may have and, and then I have to get secondhand from their mom or I get a phone call like, hey, when you, you know, when you get back, you, you need to, you know, talk to your son or talk to Aaron about in the morning or what have you. And so those moments suck because I want to be present in that moment, but I also understand that I have to go out and, and do what I do as a man to take care of my household. So that's mm. probably the biggest thing me yeah I, I think right along with that is the the time aspect because um i have i never have enough because even when like i said we're alternating weekends most cases now my daughter's of age where she don't have to come i see her when when she has time for me <clears throat> but but uh yes yeah, I'm, I'm working Trying to pay the bills, trying to set an example, running different businesses now is just so it's, it's it's hard. But you do it, especially at this stage in my life. And uh, if you follow me on social media, it's, it's for it's for them more than it is for me at this point because I've, I've done and seen a lot of things. So now it's just setting the foundation. So you know, God forbid something happens to me, they have a good. Um, a legacy left behind by me, but also a foundation which they can just build upon and go on and hopefully be people that can contribute to society in a positive way. Mm. That's awesome. Okay. I'm going to give mine. Um, <clears throat> for me, man, I feel like uh, I've sacrificed my life, yo. Like, I feel like like my life, my livelihood, my lifestyle, everything, everything has been edited. <laughs> I'm gonna just say editing, and that's the best way to put it, man. From doing this now to not doing that anymore to looking like this now to not saying just everything has just been changed, man, and reformed so that way I could make sure that I continue to live 
to be able to raise my son from me losing 31 pounds, you know what I'm saying, to make sure, you know what I'm saying, that not only look better, but feel better, you know what I'm saying? So that way I when I when he gets into high school, I'll be able to still play with him and and right. and, and throw play catch or you know what I'm saying, instead of ah oh, daddy, you know daddy back when I was three years ago. <laughs> like I can't do that. I, I, I refuse. I'm a I, I've been an athlete my whole life, so I can't let me being a full time father now make me lazy and, and just gain weight. I think we need a rematch in the basketball game. We need to take them right now. Ooh. They won by one point. He was tired. Coming for your neck. Some things we never let go of, man. Some things we never let go of, man. But uh but yeah, man, just just you know, making sure that, you know, I don't get taken out because of the street life. I don't get taken out because of the, the things in my past or the, the my beliefs in the past or how I operated in the past to, you know, from, to make sure that even for women, man, like, you know, I tell women I'm celibate. Of course, I'm not actually celibate in real life. Oh, but You celibate here and there? No, but, but <laughs> what I will say is I practice absence. I practice as much as I can where to where I'm very choosy and I, I, I'm really not hoish like I used to be. You know what I'm saying? To where I've cut down. Like, for me to cut down, just that alone, so that way I can make sure. And I will, I will say this. I will say this. Because I used to go out all the time. used to party, club, promote, do all these things. And even though it came, it, it brought revenue, but it was more so the fun of it, to be brutally honest. So I had to let go of that so that way I could, you know, be be available for my son as opposed to, you know, Getting the babysitter, like I will, I can honestly say, I've never gotten a babysitter for my son to go have fun. I've never done that. Now, if it was a business event or audition or something, a networking event where I know it's to be directors and something like that, but to to go to a female house or go, you know, go do something that's just for my benefit, my personal benefit, I can honestly say I haven't done that, and I'm proud. To say that I that I that I've sacrificed things that I would love to do for the things that I have to do, and in the best interest of my son. So that's for kids are <clears throat> like you said, life changing. They are because uh, when my daughter was born, I cried, and the first words out of my mouth was, "What have I done?" Mm. Because this world is is cruel, is unforgiving. When you gone, guess what? Your neighbor next door is still going to get up and do whatever it is that he mm. does. Mm. And so you have to be able to teach now this little human to grow up to understand stand that. Right. And and how do you do that? Because, like I said, I've been 19 years now, and I, I still don't know. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm taking bits here, 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 and, and doing the best I can in the, in the long run. But, like you said, my, my temper and... I, I had to change a lot myself and uh, my thinking, you know, you know, like I say, we ain't perfect. I still slip back to doing things like I had to apologize to my son uh, a few weeks ago. Um, quick story. A guy pulled, was riding down the street slow and <clears throat> I, I was impatient. I mm-hmm. went around him and he honking his horn, called me an asshole. I flipped him off. He pulled alongside and now he's on the side of my son. Immediately, mm. I'm like, Mm. Got a gun or whatever. All bad. All bad. I told Miles mm. to, you know, sit back and 
No, my bravado was still there. What? Now, fortunately, the guy just wimped out because he didn't do nothing. He was all that. But when it came down to it, but what if he wasn't? Mm. I had to apologize to my son. I put him in a dangerous position. Yeah. I had no right to do that. Mm. But once again, it, it's hard. You got to check yourself. Mm. And kids are life, life changing. If you don't change your life, all bad. <laughs> that touched me right there. That was so real for you to even just say, like, because I, I, this very, you a street dude, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, dang, what if? Yeah. What if? And that's how that's how we have to view most situations. Every situation, like, what if I would have reacted this way, or what if this could have happened? And and this it falls back on us because we, yeah. So that was real for you to do that, man. For you to apologize, that's real, man. So that, now he knows for the future, like, okay. When I have my kid, I got to make sure that I don't put my, my kid in these positions. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, all, it's all learning experience, man. It's all learning experience. So I feel you for that, man. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. I think we pretty much good, man. Yeah, how y'all feeling over there? I think you did a great job. Good? You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Uh, most, yeah. Over there, you need to yeah. Call, make sure you mention college. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> We're going to start with you, Cliff. Uh, anything you want to say, talk about anything you got published or <laughs> anything you want to talk about, your well, social media outlets? That up. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to, to you, Leon, and Damar, and my man over there, uh, white guy. I don't, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> uh, thank you, because uh, like I said, I, I had fun. I think it's informative, and we should, you know, as men, we need more of this. Right. And uh, man, if you out there, you can't figure out how to see your kid. Uh, the mother of the child is holding you from that. There are many outlets um, out there. Uh, it's one I can't think, and I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's something about fathers uh, who want custody. And I'm mad I can't even think of it right now. But use your Googles and uh, yeah. Google fathers who <laughs> yeah. want custody. And it will pop up, you know. So I, I've had, I had the... Um, why he's looking for his promotional items. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to promote but myself. <laughs> uh, Wait, but, I got it. I got it. Over okay. here, over here. Mm -hmm. In my book, uh, The Next Dynasty, Failure is Not an Option, which my man, the host here, is a part of this story. Uh, it's a story of what we had our entertainment company, Lewis Entertainment. Uh, Leon was part of that, one of our artists. Uh, my brother was the COO. Um, it's, it's life lessons. It's life lessons in fatherhood and the entertainment industry is all that. Yes. Um, told from my perspective how I viewed things at the time and uh, the mistakes I made. Uh, but I will say once again, I've told you and Damar, who's also in the book, uh, that I'm proud of you guys. I, I really mm. enjoy sitting back and watching what you what you've done. And it's uh, uh, I want to say, yeah, I had a small part in that, and yep, uh, that you makes did. me. Um, you know, it makes me proud. So keep doing, you know, what you guys are doing here. And like I said, thank you again. Also, True Gentleman Clothing. Okay, okay. Is that um quick question? Is that a book for purchase? Can I purchase that book or that's yeah. okay. All right. On uh Amazon.com. The next dynasty failure is not an option, or just uh type in Clifton G. Lewis. Okay. And what about your social media tags? Anything you want people uh, following you on? True gentleman clothing and other than that, yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. What about you, Cliff? Uh, Sheldon? 
<laughs> Again, I have nothing to promote myself. <laughs> He's being modest. Lewis <laughs> Brand. <laughs> You need management, business ideas. Come on now. The modest one. Oh, the modest right. one. That was going to be modest. <laughs> Those who know, know. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But uh, thank you, honestly, for having us um, as the first um, guest on your show. Hopefully, your ratings will go up, <laughs> go up from having us on. Um, and, uh, Anytime. Well, you... Guess what? For now, this is the highest rating. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. We, are. we killing that. the game y'all right now. Killing the game. Ain't nobody doing better than us. Ain't nobody, no, no other show you ever done is topping it. <laughs> breakfast, what? <laughs> but uh, hey, it was a pleasure. You can. Have, I'm willing to come back anytime. Okay. Just let me know any. Uh, a plethora of topics, entertainment, okay. and all this, all that jazz. Uh, okay. I would be happy to lend my voice because I like the sound of my own voice. If you haven't known, you know this about me. I like to talk a lot. Remember Lewis Entertainment meetings? Steve <laughs> never said nothing. I was always the one talking. Always the one talking. <laughs> but, so yeah, anytime, man. Thank you. I okay. appreciate you. Hey man, uh, I appreciate y'all, man, for. I appreciate y'all for being my first guest and for being here and um, to for show an example of, of fatherhood by being late today, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like, man, how can we be mad at them for being late when they're being dads? Like, <laughs> like yeah, this is what it's all about, right? But what? I called you. <laughs> no, you know you good. No, you good. I'm, I'm, I'm totally being funny. I'm totally being funny. No, we we actually laughed about it. It was like, man, they're late, and he was like, well, they're being dads. So. <laughs> After that first game, I wanted to leave. <laughs> like, ain't no point in being here. Ain't no exactly. <laughs> I don't want to see what the next game going to be. It's going to get worked again. So I was like, but, you know, my daughter needed the support. So, of course. Yeah, that's love, man. Hey, so I want to I wanna thank you guys again, man, for, for being the first guest. And I also want to thank y'all for, for – the reason why y'all are the first guest is because of what y'all have instilled in me, man. You know what I'm saying? From the beginning of my music career to – you know, just being role models, you know what I'm saying? For me, looking at y'all being fathers made me, you know what I'm saying, on top of, you know, my dad not being there. So I have I have all these these reasons for one to be a dad and having no excuses for not being one. So I want to thank you both. I love y'all, man. You two are a great men, and I appreciate y'all for being here for me and with me and, and being a part of Daddy's Unite. Um, I'm also going to have... Um, um, a, a Father's Day event. Um, as of right now, it's going to be a bowling event. So I'm going to uh, have it done on. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm thinking possibly the the Saturday of Father's Day weekend, and where we all just you know all the men, not just fathers, but men are going to be fathers someday too. So I don't want to discredit women. I don't want to discredit men. I want everybody to be involved. Um, but uh, you know, fathers come with their kids. And we just have a grand time, man. I thought he was going to say we going to have a two-on-two turn. <laughs> hey, say, Sign hey, me up. hey, you know what? We Somebody can get buckets. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, that can be arranged, young man. But, but yeah, but I would definitely have that in a Daddy's Unite atmosphere as well, where it could be father and son, father and daughter, or, you know what I'm saying, mother. You know what I'm saying, mother and son, however, whatever the situation is, I definitely want to get some, some sports activities into it, too. That's going to that's gonna really attract uh, I'm working on getting Daddy's Unite t-shirts, um, so as soon as that up, I will release it. And, yeah, man, uh, it's been a great show, man. I appreciate y'all, man. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, Anytime. man. Anytime. Hey, and make sure y'all follow me, 
Mr. 100, MR100 underscore Leon Ross on Instagram. Y'all, God bless.